Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. I'm Joe, I'm Joe DeWire. And I'm... Harry Bits. <laughs> I'm here, Jeff Cryer and Harry Bits, your hosts of Unpacking Melbourne, here to talk about lefties. Adelaide isn't just a place <laughs> where people live, it's a place where funny things happen and that's what Unpacking Perth's all about. And and the thing about uh, Unpacking Willamaloo is there's more O's than you think because um, it is the capital of orgasms. It's and talking of O's and orgasms, yeah. and, there's, and there's two O's in this, it's... Uh, uh, Maruka. Do you think there's two O's in Maruka? Isn't there? There's at least four. No, four. <laughs> I meant there's two sets of double O's. Yeah, that's fair. Idiot. I'll give you I'll give you that. I know T- what you mean. Like the fuck up. The O's occur in two separate spots in it. Oh. It's like a normal It's like as many O's as Kuparu. And I believe back then we made a big deal of the fact that there were four O's in Koo. Oh, I think it's because Kuparu ends with some O's. Yeah, you get that. Because it, it feels end. like they could go on forever. Mm. Like if I put a third or fourth O on Kuparu. the end of Kuparu. Yeah, like, oh, Kuparu. But it's not like, Maruka. Maru. <laughs> now, it's it's little surprise that the subject is called, uh, the suburb is called Maruka. Given Maru- that's basically all that it's known for. And that those cars are driven by cows. With kangaroos Maru. in the backseat. <laughs> it's like, Cows, scary monsters buying a car. A cow, moo, married a scary monster. Rah, car, <laughs> moo. No, it'd be a kangaroo. It'd be moo, a kangaroo. Roo. It's roo. <laughs> it's moo. Rah, roo. I liked my scary monster. Yeah, I just don't really know. I, I couldn't wait I'd like for you to, to buy make a car. A, hello, Godzilla. I, I wanted you to make the claim that a scary monster voice is roo. Well, they could be. It's like when you're surprised by a ghost. Roo, like, like a ghost. Roo. No, no, Henry, oh, no, fuck, you're, you're, a, slipping, you're slipping into it. There's a monster in my cupboard. Uh, but no, welcome to a, a very exciting episode of Unpacking Brisbane. We obviously have so much to say about Maruka. We do. Uh, and I'll say at the outset, we're, we're recording this episode quite late at night. It's, it's um, dare I say, almost the morning. Because on a weeknight. Um, <laughs> our, our plans to record it earlier this week were scuppered. Yeah, Joe, why didn't we get... So we'd planned <laughs> to record a bit earlier at a more... Uh, suitable Convenient time. time. You might you know, notice we're not speaking in our most bombastic tones because uh, we do feel quite bad that Jack is sleeping. Yeah, a man who does get a lot of sleep and treasures it, so we yeah. don't to take it away from him. It's it's the interesting thing about people who love sleeping and sleep a lot. How like like not not particularly Jack, but just people in general, and they're often very upset if you take like half an hour of sleep away from them. But one I'm could, like, one I'm like you're fine. Sock. You're fucking stockpiled. I gotta say, it's, yeah, you've got some money in the bank. I gotta you've say, you've got so much sleep. Don't can you keep because you don't want to wake him up because he could be dreaming about the best burger oh, right now. He could like, be dreaming about four every, patties, every, eight pieces of bacon. Come on, there could be chicken on it. Um, he added a chicken. <laughs> but no, why didn't we record at a more humane hour? Uh, well, Henry, I was in the emergency room. I had hospital. to go to hospital. Uh, I was in emergency for a couple of hours. Um, it's. It, it, the end is funny because I lived, um, but I've never, ever thought 
I might die before before mm. Tuesday. I I did have the think. Um, so I was at uh, F forty five where I'm getting shredded. Yeah. Uh, lots of lean protein and uh, and he tried to lift a weight uh, and then, <laughs> I, uh, they were like do a bicep curl I was like oh, yeah, I'll do that uh, five kilograms yeah easy done <laughs> so I was in the emergency and uh, I, they're pulling my arm out of the dumbbell no so about halfway through the class my throat ceases up and I'm struggling to breathe but that is sort of endemic and they were like to push like it a bit harder no mate. literally like that's the problem with fitness classes like, like, that's like, how you know you're working I was like, yeah like no pain no gain uh, but then I, uh, I walked out of the class and I, I was like I'll wait five minutes see if it gets better mm. it didn't my throat was closing up I called my mum and she was like oh, I'm working at St Andrews at the moment um, come on in and I start driving there and operating a vehicle. My hands go numb. My vision starts getting blurry. I really shouldn't have been driving. Yeah. But I was like, oh, if I pull over and call an ambulance, it might not take as long. Cut a long story short, get to emergency. I'm in a bit of a state. Can't really breathe properly. My lips are blue and numb. Um, like Avatar. Like Avatar. I was a Na'vi. Um, uh, but then I'm hooked up to an IV, uh, hey. like an RV. Uh, took some blood. And it's that embarrassing thing of, have you ever had this where like you go to a doctor or it, particularly if you go to emergency, because I've been to emergency a few times and it is something where you do need immediate medical attention, mm. but it's not like, like you're not having a heart attack. Yeah. Because they, they, they hooked me up and they were like, your blood's fine. Your heart rate's fine. Like your body is getting enough oxygen. A little bit of why are you here? It's a little bit embarrassing. Yeah. Is it a real emergency? Like, like they're like, could it have? Could you have vibed out a better solution, Mister Dwyer? What do you <laughs> consider to be an emergency? We got an old guy here. Three heart surgeries. They're all failed. Same heart. That's an emergency. Yes, three, he was born with three hearts. We operated <laughs> on every single one. Like Fluffy. It's got fucked up. Fluffy the dog here. It's an having emergency. a heart attack, and you think you're an emergency? Because uh, you yeah. went too hard at the gym. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it turns out, cut a long story short, um, I'm allergic to something that triggers an anaphylactic reaction in me. Yep. And we have no idea what it is. Now, I have so, put forward the theory that it could be fitness or exercise. I mean, you now there, the only there is co- uncommon denominator is, is, is fitness. Well, there is something called exercise-induced anaphylaxis, yep. which is where an ingredient that you are not usually allergic to triggers an allergic reaction when you're exercising and you're, you're heightened. So, mm. you know, it's maybe shame on me for eating peanut crabs before F45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have had that bee sting uh, yeah. and cashew pistachio lobster rolls. That is true. Before doing strenuous exercise, but yes. Yeah, you were you were Frenching that shellfish before <laughs> your, your girl... Right before. Your girlfriend, um, prawn. <laughs> No, no. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I, very I, scary. I, very I, scary. It was Joe, very scary. It was Joe very said, scary, right. but Joe, of course, so committed on Pakistanis as he is to this program that he only told me that he'd been in hospital within the context of being like, "Hey, mate, <laughs> um, recording you be might be a bit tough tonight. Probably be at home a bit later. Just in hospital." Like, Fuck you, be. What well, are you there's, talking no, there's about? no, there's no easy way to tell someone that's like you don't want to create immediate worry. Mm. Like I told, Ham- I told Hamish Stein, I was like, oh, yeah, random. I'm, I was in the hospital earlier this week. And he was like, oh, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, I don't really, like, how does that go? Like, yeah. you just out of the blue hit someone up and you go like, oh, hey, mate, hope your day's going well. I'm in the hospital. Yeah, it's a bit like, poor me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think of all people who ever tell anyone they're in hospital. Um, 
And if the Joker had threatened to blow up the hospital <laughs> while you were there, no one knows that. Then I'm then I would have thought you should have been like, all right, guys, I am in hospital. Could someone come and help me out? I'll put my hand up. I have a bit blow evacuated. Up a hospital, <laughs> especially if there's. I'm going to find the one with the most energy and exercise induced allergic yeah, reactions. Yeah. I'll find that one and blow it. Find up. the people trying to improve their health. Blow them up. It's a great idea. You could share this with a lot of people and be like, for for people who don't want to exercise, just like. Oh, haven't done anything in their whole life. It's like, mate, do you think maybe you should go for a walk or a jog at some point? Oh, I have exercise-induced anaphylaxis, yes. so it'd be, it would be dangerous for me to it's actually bad. exercise. Could you pass those chips? <laughs> By the pass, pass. Could you just the sour cream and onions in the bowl there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I just have a few? I, I can't, yeah. I wish I could, I wish I could work them off. Um, <laughs> I um, Could kill me, though. If I if I went and did some... A burpee? Phew, it's no. Like, it's cancer to me. Burpee? More like a, a deffy. Yeah. Called, <laughs> if you want to... Yeah. Well, I heard of a, a family friend of ours is... Um, Anaphylaxis to cold. Oh, your friend um, Anaphylaxis. Yeah. She's a lovely girl. A Annabelle. Shrink, uh, Annabelle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, her family Anna. makes a great spanner. Span the phylaxises are coming <laughs> over actually for, for Greek Easter. And <laughs> the flax seeds. Anna's coming. Um, Anaphylaxis. Good girl. Um, yeah. She went to the fall. I went to the fall of Anaphylaxis. <laughs> Is there anything else that works with phylaxis? Um, Peter Phylaxis. Like, the ARL. Yeah. But yes, no. Yeah, um, but Joe's alive. But very, I'm alive. Very excited. Um, I'm kicking. I'd started taking resumes uh, for another. I'd <laughs> hope, and I hoped you, I took the job ad off Seek and Radio Today the moment that's, that I heard good you, were, you were okay. That you were in it, remission. It, it is. I did feel bad the fact that you said you wouldn't even look at Jack's application. Well, that's quite cruel. No, it's well, it's it, so convenient for him to walk into my room if I'm dead or incapacitated. I said I wouldn't look at his application because he genius knows it's an audio role. Created me an audio resume. Ah, oh, it's so I listened to an MP3. Blindfold. Yeah, it's great. Okay, it's very good. Very good. Is that any good? No. Um, <laughs> now let's. What else we got for you? Well, wait, we now that you're alive, thank God, it means you can play the guitar amongst yeah. other things at. The Mangroves gig. Now, we usually spend a fair bit of housekeeping asking you to buy tickets to our show at the West Room, but Not this time, time we don't have to, guys. Sold out. Thanks, S-O. thanks to every Pakistani who bought a ticket. Still uh, a lot of, uh, and as we say, we love the Mangroves, but a lot of that fan base still been really driven home by Oh yeah, the true believers, the Unpakistanis. I, I, um, I can't always see who's bought the tickets. It's just sort of dependent. I can see who's like the five most recent. And gee, there's a lot of Unpakistani names yeah, in there. You really, we we love our fans, and not many of you visited Joe in hospitals. Um, we're yeah, not, it's kind of he was only there for an hour and a half, but yeah, we're but, uh, you had a window. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, if Michael Barbaro had a energy, <laughs> an exercise induced allergy, I keep saying energy induced. You really want to believe? As if you're like drinking a fucking energy. can of V. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I don't know isn't the truth. I mean, I'm sure there are some. You're allergic to that. guarana. <laughs> oh, you know when you have guarana and you get heaps of energy. You know when you have an allergic reaction and you grow wings. <laughs> Exercise induced <laughs> anaphylaxis X-Men it gives you people wings. who are like allergic to stuff to have terrible reactions. But yeah, so that's sold out. So, but very exciting news. Yep. And I know we speak a lot about the album, but those who are aware of music and how it works would know that often preceding an album, yeah. there is a single, and we're doing that too. Despite the fact that we love to be subversive and Only give a bit of albums. an up yours to the music industry at the best of times, this time we are in fact going to dance to their tune. We realise the music industry is also happy to give you an up yours back. Yep. And with respect to that, we have decided to release a single uh, which will be out extremely soon. Just so fucking um, Imagine soon. how soon you think it'll be out. Yeah. Sooner. Yeah. 100% sooner. It's already out. If you're uh, <laughs> if you listen to these episodes. <laughs> I mean, we can't. The singles, uh, that. singles win them. 
Yeah, it's been out for a while. Uh, now, Henry, there's never been a more exciting time to live at the Caxton Street Studios. Yes, this is the, we actually so we're recording. It's Jack Thursday, it's threw Thursday out night. his Metamucil. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we, so we're at the we're, we're it's Thursday night, or dare we say, twas the night before Magic, Magic round, round, and all through the street, <laughs> annoying, whinging neighbours got their last moments of sleep because we've got a big oh, great, fuck great. off weekend of rugby league. It's going to be, it's literally, if anyone's driven past Suncorp over the last 48 hours, it's it's a festival of rugby league I'm getting look, ready to I'm go. I'm looking at it now. I can see a stage. I see lots of temporary fencing. So I many like temporary tents and tables. I food vans and shit. Oh, heaps. Heaps of food vans, heaps of big food tables. Food vans. <laughs> We are the slushy men, <laughs> and we like to drink straws, <laughs> dude. It's gonna be sick. I, I'm so excited, Henry and it's I. Splendor, because we've never been to Splendor, and this is this is our Splendor. This is Splendor. This festival of rugby league. Henry and I like, have tickets to all three days. Yeah, we're going. I don't group. intend to do anything from from Friday night, Newcastle v Wests, to the last game on Sunday. My life Which is Titans be, versus Panthers. Yes, that's going to be great. That's going to be a great game. See, My Nathan Cleary, we get to league. see. Incoming, I'm going to call it early, next year's Broncos captain, Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Will be there. 100%. Uh, we're going to see him playing with South. We're going to see Nathan Cleary, son of Ivan. We're going to see... Jerome we'll Luai. See the, you know, we'll see the Broncos in action. Yeah, they'll, they'll give it a... They'll, they'll, have have a, a, they'll have a crack. Red hot go. We'll get to see Tom Dean sitting on a bench. Um, <laughs> no, Pong is out, I think. Oh, is he? I think he got injured. Actually... I think he's out for Magic Not round. to talk too much about rugby league. Uh, poor Magic Round being the flagship NRL event... A number of the game's biggest attractions are out. Mm. So Pong is out. Munster and Grant are out. Sam Walker, I think, is out. I think Ryan Pappenhausen, they don't think he's, they don't know if he's going to be out. He's not back. No, um, they, they're Frank Panisi, the director oh. of football at the Storm today on uh, Wide World of Sports yeah. on 4BC, said that he they think Pappenhausen's been training all week and they're going to make final oh, assessment. They think he might be okay. They said if, he, if the Storm were playing Friday, no chance. But they're playing Sunday. Yes. So they're thinking. Oh, they'll, they'll they're thinking Pappenhausen will be playing. If, if you they don't want to risk it this early in the season. If you but put out into the media, yeah, he's been training. There's a chance he'll play. He's playing. It's inter- it is interesting. This isn't it because like we're coming into Magic Round just as all of the also what a name Magic Round. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't. There is never very ever much looking forward to Latrell Mitchell. Expelliarmus. <laughs> There was never any connection explained with magic. And David Fafita has gone for a run, but oh no, he's been stupefied. <laughs> he's disappeared. He's disapparated. And the medic's running on to have a have a quick look here at uh, at Corey Oates. And <laughs> oh, bones broken. There's no bones left. <laughs> Corey, hold out your arm. And need some skelly grow in the Suncorp <laughs> change rooms. Yeah, it is magic round. Very fucking exciting. Sort of the try was a tournament. Was it really it, is. Cool. cool no. I would love it. They should crown a winner of Magic Round. Well, I guess it's in just, addition to the regular yeah, it season. should be it should be around Robin as well. But it'd be interesting. But it, it's going to be weird in the fact that like, and that this is something they're talking about in terms of should there be a trade? There should be a trading window at the end of the season. Yeah, because sure. it is. I mean, it, it'd be like your current girlfriend being like, "Hey, I'm going to stick with you to the end of the year. We're going to break I'll, up. I'll be dating someone else for at least yeah. three years, and then <laughs> and, and I'm being paid a lot to do it." <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh well." This relationship's going to be awkward until yeah. September, but like, you got to push up. Like Adam Reynolds just has to play with South for the rest of the season. But it only works as they're probably doing if, like, you're still a chance of winning the premiership. So it's like if your girlfriend is like, "We're going to break up at the end of the year, but at your brother's wedding in November, 
we could be like the best looking couple there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have a reason to stay on, even though you know it can't go on beyond like November. It's almost like if you're going to be the premiers, it's like we're going to get married, very quick divorce following yeah. that because <laughs> I'm I'm going to go be with. We're and in the case of Adam Reynolds leaving South, really who are really in the mix to go to the Broncos, it's like I'm leaving you for your dead shit cousin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on the uh, bottom because of the I'm just being paid more. There is no other reason. Uh, but should we get into Maruka? Just, just forgot this isn't a rugby league episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we should absolutely talk. Now, having a nice time chatting with my mate in the middle of the night about Magic Round. Right in, if you want it to be a rugby league episode, I suspect the answer will be a resounding no. <laughs> so but, let's so instead not... talk about a suburb. Wikipedia, we're, we're it's actually a pretty massive Wikipedia here, Henry, but uh, we'll so start by fucking getting you to guess the population. Now, keep in mind, it is a. Um, like it is a popular suburb to live in. 8,500. No, more. 10,368. 10, it's a big fucking suburb. Jesus. I've only ever driven... The cards on the table. I've only ever been on Ipswich Road or Bow Desert Road going through Maruka. Well, we like, are. I we're going to no talk. appreciation it's a transitory of the boundaries yeah. of Maruka are. Well, I thought Charlton's Hotel was there and it's in Annerley. And that was the one thing I, I, was I had some thing. semblance of a story about. But, but we'll save it for the Annerley yeah. episode that we'll do at some point. Um, there you go. Pretty big place. Ipswich Road enters the suburb from the north, which is Annerley, and exits to the southwest, which is Rock Lee. Bow Desert Road splits from Ipswich Road within the suburb and exits to the south, which is Rock Lee. So immediately they're giving us the lay of the land in explicit detail. But it, it does touch on the fact that you've got some of, and we've already done the sexiest roads, but Bow Desert and Road, I wouldn't say these are, here. none of them are being mentioned here, but Bow Desert Road and Ipswich Road, iconic roads. Um, but it, it is, you do feel like you're in transit. And yeah. While, and you're on the move. And that's maybe why they chose to make it the home of the car dealership. Yes. Because they're like, if you're driving all the way through here, you may as well be looking and thinking about yeah. vehicles because you're, 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 you're in, in one, You're bro. in a vehicle. Yeah. Well, and, and like, it's a little surprise to me that by contrast, West End has very few car dealerships. Yeah. Because not a lot of people driving, a lot more foot traffic, you know. A lot of bike shops. You know, Paddington as well. Like, mm. they're in suburbs that aren't purely transit corridors or, you know, where yeah. cars aren't dominant. Um, I'm just thinking how weird it would be if just like Mazda opened up a dealership <laughs> next to like a, no- a nook. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what are they? What are they putting in there next to High High Ramen? Oh, a new, oh, a new cafe. A, no, 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 it's a, it's a gets. It's a, like, oh, no, we're um, just doing it. Just a Hertz on the um, hill here. They'll give you a Nescafe espresso <laughs> if you buy a car, probably. <laughs> well, there is that weird Bizzle's Garage in Paddington that sort of comes out of nowhere. What the, the fuck independent, is Bizzle's Garage? What's up with independent? Is Bizzle's servers? Garage like where the Merlots is? Yeah, it's across from there. Yeah, okay. that that survey. Oh yeah, that'll be where I just thought it was that, that where that we was are establishing a the new a Greece musical. No, where we're establishing our, our new studios. Mm. Uh, that'll be the most convenient petrol you ever get in your life. That is true. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, that is very true. Um, but yes, it's it's a it's a passage, but it does have its own beautiful, rich culture, Maruka. Um, it is a rich culture that I unfortunately have not been exposed much to, but I have it on good faith. Uh, the area of Maruka is the traditional lands of the Australian Aboriginal Yagara, Yagara, yeah, yep. uh, people who lived there long before British settlement. Now you've, you've noted something here <laughs> about the phrase. Very interesting that the Wikipedia page points out that the Yagara people lived there long before British settlement. I believe that is true of all Aboriginal yep. groups. There's no group of Australian Aboriginal <laughs> people that came in after the first fleet and were like, "Ah, oh, you guys got here already." I'd be very surprised to read a Wikipedia being like, and the uh, 
people, uh, the traditional landholders of Maruka were the Aboriginal Yagara people who actually got here. Yeah. Uh, a few years after the bridge. A couple of weeks ago. They were, uh, off on, they were off on exchange. Yeah, they... And they got back and said, what the hell, what's going on here? I mean, it's literally... Who are all these people in funny hats? <laughs> it's endemic to uh, the definition of Aboriginal. Yeah. Like... But it's good that... I think it's quite woke of the Wikipedia page yeah, to, to... make I, that I, I don't read it as a bit of a... Here's a fact you might not know. I feel mm. that as pointing out to someone with a more colonial mindset, saying, yes. and just in case you've forgotten... They were here for a very they long were time. Here, you know, without is, being like upending the Wikipedia page yeah. to be like racist colonizers just being like and just a subtle reminder they were here yeah. lot and, and it does say they lived there long before British settlements. So they really get it in there. Yeah, it's really, really it's really a beds of burning. Suck on that um, Captain Cock. And, and I get the impression, Henry, that the area of Maruka, and there's just an impression I get, mm. uh, it was probably a hunting ground with plentiful food and water. Yeah, likely. Um and the Wikipedia does bear that out. Uh apparently in Maruka, there was re- reportedly a borer ring, which older residents of the area recall being shown. What is a borer ring? I don't know. It sounds like a prank name for yeah, when it sounds like, like a something class hit 105 boring. would do. We're doing a borer ring. But like, it's a, oh, miss, this class is very, have you met borer ring? And she's like, no, I haven't met borer ring. It's like, yeah, science is boring. Ah, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, literally when you say borer space ring, but it's borer ring. And let me tell you, it's, it is boring. It's a circle. I'm, I'm already boring uh, by this conversation about borer rings. It's a circle in the ground constructed from earth and stone. Before oh, the is, British invasion is. of Australia in 1788, borer rings were integral to the religious ceremonies of the Aboriginal peoples. There you go, mate. You actually were just calling a religious ceremony <laughs> of the indigenous uh, I regret boring. That. I yeah, regret that badly. I, uh, fucking good folk. Yeah, seemingly we the, can only get cancelled. I'm sure we won't get cancelled for this, but if I was to say that friggin', I don't know, Paddington's socials bacon can be a little tough, I'm sure you'd come after us a bit more <laughs> oh, yeah. than if we insulted indigenous ceremonies. That's right. Successful local business needs about 1,800 you know, young mm. fucking inner city lefties jumping to us to fit. That's the, fine though. The largest, um, some would say, um, the largest <laughs> rings say. measure 30 metres in diameter and they were typically associated with male initiation ceremonies. So that that's okay. Where the board like twenty first, yeah. I think it was like <laughs> you had to chug a you had to chug a beer. You had to yeah. in the in the bore. You had to do a Captain Morgan and yell out, "Here's to Maruka." Yeah. Uh, now the word Maruka, Henry. Yep, indigenous word. Yep, means iron bark. Huh? the man from Iron Bark could be called the man from Maruka. He's a car salesman. Very true. That'd be a mildly compelling ABC sitcom that runs for two seasons. <laughs> uh, but it could also mean long nose, which right. refers to Mount Tui at the suburbs periphery. I'd right, if I had a now long nose, I'd much diff- rather my fucking nickname be Iron Bar. <laughs> Iron Bar. That'd be quite a good way of like, if, if you're a real history junkie, yeah. just one of your mates has got a long nose and be like, oh, here's Iron Bark. And they just say like, Cool, cool but nickname, but I guess, guys. And but like, we know it means you've got a big schnoz. Like your other mates are also history buffs and he's the guy <laughs> who doesn't. And they're all pissing themselves. you got a big long nose, Jill. What, mate? <laughs> oh, I'm in Iron Bark. What was that? Um, oh, the man from Iron Sneeze. But, oh, but long nose refers to Mount Tui at the suburbs yeah. periphery. Now, some may know, but my mum's maiden name is Tui. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. So, <laughs> As I do every day. Yeah. And, I um, wake up. You've seen the personalised number plate on the Volvo, the TA Tui stands for Trees and Tui. So if you ever see that. that car around and you, I did not. You like the podcast? You can not throw rocks at it. Um, I guess as you would have been inclined otherwise. Oh, there's a lot of people out who've got it out for the old humble XC90 driver. Um, but yeah, it does say here referring to Mount Tui. The now, I've also never that's heard the long Mount Tui in my in life. 
Oh, it's to be Mount, honest, Mount Gravatt Way, but Mount Tui. No, Mount Gravatt's a Mount Gravatt. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's light. It's like, oh, um, it's uh, Mount, Mount Coothaway. Are they saying that it's called Long Nose because Mount Tui, the it's mountain, like a mountain is like, it's a, like nose. a long nose on the earth? So yeah. they're picturing that a suburb's topography is a person lying down. Yes, flat and any on their mountain back. is a blemish, like a small rise or hill would be a blemish, but then a mountain is the nose. The nose, of the person. yeah. Well, I'm not going to be able to unsee that now that I drive through Marika, just thinking I'm driving. No, I'll, I'll be driving, driving on a cheek. I'll be driving past. Yeah, Mount Cutha, thinking, right. and that's like growth, no. like the the I shrubbery think is, is like, like a fat nose. Yeah, I can have like, like just a big sort of rugby, stumpy, stocky, yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, a rugby league hooker. It's been Someone smashed like, in a couple yeah, of times. Brick shit house kind yeah. of bloke. No. <laughs> uh, Maruka, the suburb, was founded as a stopover for journeys from Brisbane South and Southwest. So really, history has enshrined this suburb as a transport corridor. Like, so they, that's are they saying that people from the south, like, where if they're from the south, why do they need a stopover in Maruka? Because they're already on like, low. Oh, is this from people coming from Logan and Albert River? Oh. They Keep in like, mind, oh, this and is an then era where beyond. Haddington was separate to Brisbane. Like, oh, I guess it's also like, yeah, when you're on a like horse, on a horse you probably yeah, wouldn't I think, I think, I think it's literally like Logan to Maruka was maybe one day horse mm. and then into Brisbane City was like the next morning. So even before cars, Maruka was a uh, transition suburb, in which case back then, is that where you went to buy your horse? Were all the car yeah, dealerships? The magic horse and carts. That was where people would go to... The, how about this one? The Nay K. Ah, the Nay K. The Very Nay good. There you go. The Nay yeah, Rather than the Magic Mile. Very good. The um, And hence the ketamine dealers at Maruka are like nothing else. Because the... Uh, I was going to say the equestrian pedestrian. Like, oh, that's you, You're walking that's down good. to buy a horse. Sort of the, like that. Uh, the saddle... Four-hoofed... The other hoof... Storybook. The Jungle Book. <laughs> Sorry. Mowgli. What are you doing here, Mowgli? Hello, Mowgli. Hello, Mowgli. Would you like to buy a, a Corolla? Um, the subdivision was... Oh, there's a subdivision that was close to the Maruka Railway, railway Station. <laughs> railway. Oh, the Railway. Railway. Um, it the was close to the Mawuka Railway Station. <laughs> Mawuka. We should once do an entire episode just... Doing that voice. We absolutely shouldn't. For <laughs> multiple reasons. Um, but it was described as having good soil and elevated sites with no swamps, no gullies, no broken land. My, my three least favourite things. Well, I was going to say, when I read that thing, I thought of like what you'd see on a bar in the 60s. Yeah, like, yeah. You could see like a... Like no Jews, no Italians, yeah, no Irish. Yeah, yeah, you can see it as like some sort of racist bar with, with this, no swamps, no gullies, <laughs> and no broken land. It does sound like, like a very old-timey slur. Mm. Like, I tell you what, when it comes past midnight, I don't want any of you... Gullies or broken land is coming in. You got a bunch of swamps back there, do you? Hey, come on. Let, Mate, like we're it's 1963. <laughs> just hates like moist wetland yeah. environments. It's like, you yeah. haven't got a fucking gully back there. You haven't there. been dating a swamp, have you, mate? It's like, no, I haven't been. You know that movie Shrek? <laughs> fucking hate it. I won't let my kids watch it because he lives in a swamp. It's like, oh, you- but you're fine with the, the ogre and stuff. Like, yeah, man, I'm pretty accepting of other cultures. But yeah, I'm actually, actually, it's just swamps. I'm just racist someone, to land. Someone tells him about the comic book swamp thing. And he just has it's like, oh, like, yeah. Oh, it's oh, no. It's like, that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> what about that Goosebumps book, The Werewolf of Swamp? Look, there was a Swamp Werewolf Goosebumps book. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other swamp. Swamp movie. Werewolf. Hang on. Help, I've gone invisible. 
It's called like Night of the Werewolf Dick or something. But like even, all, like, even, like, even like he's like says to one of his friends, he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really busy at work. Oh, one of his friends is like, yeah, I'm swamped. He's just like, oh, oh God, no. fuck off, man. <laughs> fuck yourself. When he gets sweaty in his undies, he's like, oh, it's like a swamp <laughs> down there. Oh, now I fucking hate myself because I'm... Hey, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's called Goosebumps. I've Googled it. It was called yeah. Goosebumps. The Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Oh, so fun. not only that, it's a fever. That's a fever as well. That's but just because I found it on Google, how much do you reckon it costs for the Goosebumps Monster Collection, which is all the Goosebumps books? $148. Only 60 bucks at Big W. <laughs> what? And there'd be at least, what, 60-odd Goosebumps books? i find out how many Goosebumps books there are. I mean, when I reflect... Oh, you can get it on Afterpay. When well. I reflect... God, that is how many? All right, how many do you reckon? Uh, 72. Now, the, now, sorry, I've misled you a little bit. I think the ultimate monster box set is the ones with it, it's certain just, monsters. It's just well, it's just featuring thirty classic Goosebumps. Stories. Okay, but I'm now going to try. I'm going to put it out there. I think it would be almost many? impossible to buy a collection of every ever Goosebumps book because I think there would be like two hundred plus. <laughs> there's two hundred and thirty-five. Oh my god, there's a lot of R.L. Stein. And then there's also in Google, there's like commonly asked questions. There's like, how many Goosebumps books are there? How many volumes? And then one of them is, why are the Goosebumps books banned? <laughs> Like, like the scary stories books, the Goosebumps series was banned by parents who felt that the books were too graphic and scary for them. Okay, so this is just one. They've made it out like it was friggin' like Russian literature that was banned, like Anna Karenina yeah, or yeah. something that was banned at the time. It wasn't... But anyway. Is there anything wrong with banning like literature that probably won't get written that way? Like you could ban Captain Underpants at uni. Mm. It would have absolutely yeah. no effect. Well, speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> uh, recently, Maruka has seen immigrants from various places of the world. And this is, it, it is one of Brisbane's great melting pots. Um, and this includes people from the ex-Yugoslavia. So Bosnia, Croatia, and Serbia. Oh, Yacht Week. Uh, Middle, <laughs> Middle East, Iraq, and Iran. And recently people from Africa, being Southern Sudan and Eritrea, which has brought an influx of new families into the area. Yeah, big, Su- big Sudanese Big Sudanese population. Uh, South Sudanese. When I worked at uh, Uber Eats, Yes. I, the area that I was trying to recruit restaurants in was um, included Maruka for a bit. Oh, so yeah. I was um, able to, and I was reaching out to many African uh, restaurants Restaurant and whatnot. Yeah. And it was just, and it, I was like, explain the menu. How do we sell this on Uber Eats? And they're like, oh, like this, it was good to get something different. That's awesome. On the app. Get it. Now, a lot of them said no because they were savvy and the <laughs> markup rates from Uber were not good for small they were, business. They were, they were probably making enough money. And uh, this is one of the times I'll let small businesses off the hook is when a bigger business is being bad to them. I'm on the side of small business there. Yeah. So you ha- it's so that it's contextually small. It's, it's always yeah, in the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's what you're small in relation to. Although on small business sookiness, I get why, but I fucking hate that like you go on uber eats mm. and i have to pay a delivery and service fee to have the burger delivered from grilled and the burger is also two dollars more expensive well, that's sweet. That was L- like that's that's a breach of contract in yeah, the, yeah in the yeah. uber eats contract it was please do not raise your prices but just everyone without there were so many restaurants that it was because that's Cause how they t- been but that's how they account for the yeah that's how they the make percentage the money, that is being taken from Uber. yeah which is i mean it's fine fair. I mean, it's annoying for you as a customer, but yeah. I feel like oh, totally. in terms of uh, the restaurants fighting back against the yeah. overlords but, but of the gig economy. Where, but this is where the small thing becomes tough because it's grilled. It's grilled a small business. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who I don't think really raises their prices on Uber Eats. Maccas. No. You can't get the loose change. They're so big, they don't. But yeah, they don't. They know they would lose 
more people if they were to mark up a quarter pounder than yeah, they for sure. I think a lot of people. They're, they're they're also volume on Uber Eats would just mean like, hey guys, what's sixty cents going to mean to us? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, I didn't know there was a Bosnian, Croatian, and Serbian population in Morocco. No, that's straight up news. What a, what I don't place. know what I'm going to do with it. No. Uh, um, one thing, the Brisbane City Archives, which is a collection of oh, local yeah. historical records dating back to 1859, was established at Maruka. Don't have a lot to say about it, but it's just cool there were archives there, and I don't know where. I would assume it would have been in the well, city. I'm hearing all this stuff about Maruka. It, it must be a much bigger suburb than I'm appreciating. Well, 10,000 people. Yeah, like, like they're getting them somewhere. I was reading a review of the suburb as well. Of, I'll tell you what, Hen, if I had, if I had you know, 70 grand right now, whatever, as a housing deposit, I'd be buying a two-bedroom house in Maruka because mm. it is you can get it for compared to the rest of you know a lot of places in Brisbane. Get it for a steal at the moment. Well, that's um, funny that you've said that because Lila Lama oh yeah. wrote in and she said, I'm Great trying to buy it to the, to the show. She said, I'm trying to buy a house mm. and my heart wants Sherwood, but my bad budget says Magic Mile. Cryface, yeah. cryface. So she... It, it, yeah, she's looking to buy I think Maruka. The, the which I imagine prices in Maruka have stayed quite static because you are so often near main, main roads and mm. there's a flight path. So if noise is an issue for you, it, it, it just won't be. Now, noise is not remotely an issue for me. No, that's why we're recording a podcast um, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, and the other suburb uh, that everyone is tipping right now of like great place to buy a house, you know, if you're young and, and can't afford elsewhere, can you guess where? It's on the north side. Nanda. No, Nanda's way too nice. Oh, it is nice. Shit, shit, like worse than that. Shitter. Tagum. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was reading an article. Apparently, Tagum is like right now the investor's paradise because you can get like a three, four bedroom, you know, not four bedroom, but like a two or three bedroom house and 20 minutes from the city. And when all the Olympic highway upgrades happen, you'll be a 10 minute highway. So okay. snap up and Tagum. So much of the property market now is being influenced by the Olympics I, I re- to the extent where it's like, it's almost just guesswork. Yeah, legit. Everything's just, oh, well, and, and the government- when the Olympics happens, this will be closer to the Olympics than and literally. And the government the gov- currently to the Tokyo Games. We could literally like, yeah. add 300K on or off the value of a house mm. by a government going, no, nah, actually, uh, we'll put the bus stop on the other side of the road. Oh, we were going to do the ping pong out here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Is that uh, break, yeah, yeah, break yeah. dancing was going to be uh, at Baruka. Oh, sorry. BMX bike's actually going to be through <laughs> your backyard. We just got, we were going to build a bit of a ramp. If so that's, that's going to bump yeah. the price up. For, probably add 500k on it yeah. because you might get to meet one of the, the fucking cool plunge. BMX bike riders from Sweden. Plunge, cool. plunge, plunge pool in your backyard. Yeah. Well, we were going to have the 100 meter free final there. Yeah, we're going to do, right. do the diving, which the value of this house will not be doing. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, sir. 10 for not doing a dive in the property. Uh, <laughs> and Maruka is serviced by two kindergartens. You yep. wrote this down. You, you had something. I wrote down a point <laughs> that Maruka is serviced by two kindergartens because I, I just thought that was. I just thought that was a funny phrasing from serviced? the uh, Wikipedia page that, as if it's like, I just picture them as all little butlers. Yeah. Maruka is serviced by two kindergartens, just like baby butlers like, in like tuxedos like, walking around being like, would you like uh, some cheese? Or like, service. Service. A really stressed out kitchen. Just like, come on, service, nap time. I need that, I finger, need, pa- I need that finger painting out there now. I need the ultimate Goosebumps Monsters <laughs> box, box collection. Oh, crap. Service. Service. <laughs> uh, should we talk about contemporary Maruka? Yeah, this won't take long. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Three points. <laughs> Point A. Jordan shoots. <laughs> <laughs> Airballs. 
Let's talk Ace. about the magic. Let's talk about the Magic Mile. Now, magic I wanted mile. to. I wanted to start off now. now. Cards on the table. Yeah, I'd never ever heard of the Magic Mile until you used it in that Insta caption. Oh, for Maruka. No, that's never that's, ever heard of it. I think it's literally on number plates. A lot of the well, yeah, lot of the cards I cannot that you can believe buy from Maruka. They this. say the Magic Mile. It's I think there's signage everywhere about it. To be honest, I I'm reading about like oh all these car dealerships along East Sutra. I I can't picture them. I, mean, I, I don't I would, know if it's going true. out to Boona often. I would yeah, always, yeah. I would always drive down the Magic. So I, for 15 years of my life. I've had involvement with the Magic Mile. Yeah, see, it's, it's got, just occurred to me that the Magic Mile is the we, we're talking about Magic Round on Pakistanis. That oh was not God, so intentional. That this has become Magic episode. Magic ep. well, This was meant to be Carboys episode. Caitlin, Caitlin will love this episode. Yeah, this is as just, long as we don't reveal any of the secrets of the Magic. Magic and cars. Um, you were on exchange in Edinburgh. Yeah, the Royal Mile. Yeah, very impressive, very beautiful, very old. How does it stack up against the Magic Mile in the Mile Stakes? I reckon some of the buildings are as historic as the engines in the vehicles being flown <laughs> yeah. at the Magic Mile. Um, yeah, well, I guess that's where the the Weasleys bought their car, the, their blue vehicle, because they got magic. They got it for the Magic Mile, <laughs> isn't it? It's where the Magic School Bus got purchased. Yeah. Um, I imagine Brum. They don't explicitly say that Brum is magic, never, but there I was never, some, there was some sort of trickery Herbie, I think, and was or more sorcery. Magic. Was Herbie explicitly magic? Well, oh, one of the, isn't one, isn't Brum, the song Brum was oh, a man. Oh, oh, it's magic. We had the Herbie fully loaded soundtrack on CD in my. Was car. that on the Herbie fully loaded? I'm pretty soccer. sure. It's by a Scottish band. Not, really? Yeah, like the Royal Mile. Called Pilot. Just doing yeah. circles today. Yeah, just, <laughs> just a lot of magic cars lots. around. I guess the, ca- I, the cars in the film Cars. I don't think they uh, they weren't. Magic. No, they weren't. That's just the world. So they that, can't that's be- my thing with Brum is I think in the Brum world that's just the world. Whereas the Herbie movies go to some effort to show oh, that Brum. it is a... Were there other cars that could talk? New... I feel like Brum was on Is he own. the only one? Brum, Brum, here he comes. I'm fucking magic. Yeah, bitch. Brum, 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 Brum. here he comes in this world. This is normal. No, yeah. Is nah, if you yeah, sing you the theme song. Um, but yeah, so t- paint mag- me a brief word picture of the Magic Mile for those... Get off your phone. No, I'm... <laughs> for those... Are you also looking up Brum? I, was, I may have been looking at Brum paraphernalia. I was going to say something else though. Yeah. Read the Magic Mile. My habit is never to promote other people on this show who are funnier than us. And we've been fucked over here, but I'm going to I'm gonna give it a pass. Ed Conley, friend of the show, Kenan Pakistani, made of mine from school, wrote in. He said, one time my dad- My, uh, my debating coach as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. He said, one time, one time my dad called the Magic Mile the Tragic Mile because there aren't as many car dealerships now. <laughs> Now, Frank, which Fantastic. is Ed's dad's name, Frank Conley, you fucked us here. We're not going to come up with anything as funny on this topic. And it's the tragic the, mile. The tragic mile. Um, apparently, there's also a rainbow fence and a lot of food trucks. Well, I imagine food trucks are a kind of magic vehicle because what? Knocky. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. You've turned potato and flour into uh, delicious pillowy balls. Awesome. Now, Brum, <laughs> back to the important topic. Clearly, it is not necessarily common in this world, but I don't think Brum has any other characters. It does have. Other, you mean talking car characters? I just it it. There's all those people dancing, but it doesn't. Really oh, you reckon he just gets characters. up to shit? And Literally, his description. Oh, that's so Brum lonely. Is the story of a small replica car who ventures out into big town when his owner isn't looking and gets up to all manner of adventures. It does do, but <laughs> it's set in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> They're so clear on where it's set. I just like, 
I guess just because it was on ABC Kids, I just assumed it was like Brisbane, as I did with every yeah, show yeah, I watched. Sure. I was like, oh, Brum must be sitting in Brisbane. I, haven't, it's like, no, I no, can't they, say I've binged Brum that recently. No, they make a point of it because Brummagem is a nickname for Birmingham and they called it Brum. The show is so entwined with Birmingham that it was totally lost on me. Is, Bur- is Brum like Birmingham's equivalent of like Bluey for us? Yeah. In that I, it's I a kid's so. show that really captures the essence of the city. Uh, just That's very, incredibly cool. Very briefly. Okay. Some of the characters in Unpacking Brum. Unpacking Brum now. Mr. and Mrs. Lardy da which is a <laughs> posh married couple who regularly feature in season two. Terri- <laughs> Where were terrific, they in season one? Terrific payout. They needed the season hiatus <laughs> to come up with Mr. Lardy da <laughs> Your friend gets like both Uber Eats and menu log and it's like, oh. get a load of bloody Mr. and Mrs. Lardy da over here. You mean how Georgia ordered Mac's yeah. menu log? <laughs> Was that a specific my reference mo- to Georgia? No, it's my most recent go-to reference of privilege runner mock. Listeners, that is Georgia ordering Mac's on Uber Eats and Mac's on menu log yeah. when she was hungover and seeing which one arrived first. <laughs> now, the woman does not work full-time, uh, um, despite thinking... You, that's all right. That's all right. She doesn't owe any money to... <laughs> she doesn't owe any money. Sharks. Um, I'll, I'll keep the Brum character names for off mic because they are really funny. Well, um, yeah. So, sorry, listeners. But, sorry to give you FOMO. You're going <laughs> to miss out on the sorry, rest. Sorry, you just have to hear about the non-magic... See, uh, it's moments like this where I wish we had a Patreon... Because we could make yeah, yeah. we could make the paid extra bonus content just us talking about you Brum could, for like could, another hour. You could pay fifteen dollars a month. Stay up just a little bit later <laughs> than we currently are. And just and talk about Brum. Yeah, here's the thing: we literally come into this episode being like, "It's so late, just get through the fucking basics." Now it's like, now Brum was set in Birmingham, <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I don't have that much more to say about the Magic Mile, but it is. I've never bought a car. I've, those, I've never bought a car. I've, I've bought a car off my friends and uh, then my parents. Yeah, my. I bought a car off my parents today. Bought off Gumtree. I don't know anyone Facebook who goes to a car places. dealership. Maybe that's why so many of them closed. Maybe as Frank so cheekily yeah, said, so is it why is the tragic, tragic mile. mile now? I don't know. Um, only other main thing I've got to say is there is a huge and very good Woolworths at Maruka. Cool. Um, it was, uh, as the Wikipedia page actually tells me, they were in contemporary. Uh, it was the largest Woolworths in Queensland in the seventies when it opened. Oh. It's it's really really big. Awesome. You know how like the Coles Petri Terrace, yeah, I would say is medium to smaller sized. Yes, yes. This is like three times. It's a huge, enormous. Yeah. Is it got like a massive like fruit market in it? Almost? Uh, no, it's not as done up bakery. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a got fresh, like when you walk freshly into made the- sushi. Yeah. Yeah, it would do. And you get like a curry. No. Yeah. Goat curry is that? Goat curry is a very common dish in Morocco. Yeah, that, well, that's what we were told. Someone wrote that, and we like weren't sure if we were allowed common. to say that. If that's well, a, that that Nepalese place in Paddington has goat curry is fantastic. I just couldn't tell whenever when people were writing and saying that's the only, one of the only places in Brisbane to get a good goat curry. It does I, seem I couldn't like immediately payout. tell if it was just like yeah, a, just like a really stereotype yeah. because, but if there is, good job. I haven't. Oh, I think there are I haven't great places to get a goat curry. If you want to go curry goat to yeah, America. it's the great. They make greatest of all time curry. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> a, maybe that's what they earnestly were saying when they wrote in. They're like, oh, that's where you get. A oh, goat they cu- are the and goat just, curries. And I've just been thinking, yeah. like, oh, they're eating like goat. No, but goat is a very common type of curry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. But I go to Maruka. Oh, mate. I go to Maruka twice a week for food. I've been to the tragic mall. I've been to the tragic mall. Apparently, oh, there was a comment on Instagram as well that there used to apparently be like very cool raves in warehouses in Maruka. Ah, yeah. So a bit of a bit of a Salisbury vibe cool. about it. Um, which I'd love to go to a rave in Maruka. I'd love. I'd be more interested in going to a rave down the Magic Mile. 
Because then That'd it would be, be that it like in the car. Imagine like a, a right in the dealership, like a car so like and everyone's like, like in, the, like you can have like lock-ins in the car. Like, in the like car. each car's playing a different oh. type of house music. And it's kind of like, like a silent this, disco. But then like but only five people can be enjoying. One. So if you're so like, like really a group of like, seven, you've got to. Oh, and that's how like you make new friends and like yeah, yeah where we were in this like 2018 Toyota Yaris and Inner Bloom came on with like these two randoms and the manual cars are always like a bit like heavier and the automatics are just like some more like trans. No, the Utes are like real. Heavy. What would the festival be called? Karaoke. No. Um, Car. The caption would be, it's really good. That's fun. (laughs) It would be that. It'd be cool banana motor. It's where they could, but then the slogan is, the mascot is the cool banana motorama. Yeah. That, but he's like taking a ping up. We, and we know how sexy he is. We've discussed. Oh, he's the sexiest fucking. And gun. the fucking the, the herds elephant is yeah. there, like a yeah. huge like, like a drug yeah. elephant. And the um go gecko gecko is there because you do need go gecko's insurance. real estate. I thought it was insurance. Oh, maybe they do because I I think I think one of the quirks of this festival is it's it's very well insured. <laughs> It's they've got covered to, for every You've got to take out a separate policy <laughs> yeah. to be out. It's actually just a huge sales conference. It's a really for insurance. insurance scam that uh, <laughs> sort of got its own culture. You could be uh, called like the like next gear festival. Yeah, that's fun. Like that's very realistic. Like changing gears or something. Um, Clutch like no breaks festival. Yeah, no breaks. Trans- oh, we're going to no breaks. Transmission. That's cool. That'd be cool. What was that? Fuck it. Rabbits eat lettuce festival. Yeah. Oh. Names are getting a little bit more. The names, I yeah. I reckon I could I reckon we could put on a festival. Oh, It'd be easier. the easiest thing in the world. Magic round, mate. Yeah. Basically, there's festival one in the front yard. This mate, I, my, oh. we are basically running a shelter for yeah. you know, footy fans. Who Anyone who's at Magic Round this weekend, feel on. free to go. All right, well, we we need some sleep for Magic Round, so should we ask the question we like to ask? Yep. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Does Maruka fuck? No. The magic mile's long and you could try to draw some sort of phallic. Because I guess really, and as we've uncovered here, a lot of the driving force behind it is cars. So I would say that cars fuck, but maybe when cars they're Cars fuck Kusa, when they're parked, not when they're driving. Well, definitely not when they're in a car yard. No. Otherwise, that's, that's, an, that's, that's an orgy. Thing. That's, that's a thing. big car. What if there was a car dealership guy who was like, yeah, just come down here to the car orgy. You're like, pardon, mate? He's like, ah, oh, it's just a car yard. That's what he calls it. <laughs> It's what we call car yards in the uh, oh, in car the orgy. Just car orgy, just heaps of cars, mate. Yeah, they're fine. great. They're um, yeah, yeah. I, I think cars are sexiest when they're in a place of like, like solitude. <laughs> like such a dumb conversation. <laughs> I mean, when it's a car smarter than the Brum season two cast. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think parked cars in a car dealership aren't sexy. Um, no, I think being near major transport corridors, as a man who lives next to the ICB, is convenient. It's, it's not, not sexy. sexy. It's not fucking sexy yeah, I'm at pretty, all. I'm pretty happy to quit. And a big Woolies, is, that doesn't fuck. No. Like, oh, I, don't, right. I think Maruka like a small does not fuck. Shop. Yeah, nah, America doesn't fuck. Sorry. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's all we've got time for on this episode of Spanking the <laughs> River. <laughs> Can I say this though? We, we haven't announced this in housekeeping because we kept it around for the end for all you guys who got here. You would have seen this on our Instagram, but not only are we on 4BC... With Spencer Housen oh, yeah, on weekends, so as you say. We're on ABC. Yeah. Now this one, because of my employment, um, <laughs> is with with 4BC. Uh, I'm not in this one with my voice. So Joe, this is Joe's solo venture. Um, the ABC. Well, no, it's, it's it's an unpacking Brisbane venture. 
that is voiced by where I am I am voicing it alone. So briefly before we wrap up, tell people what they can hear on Cat Feeney's afternoon yes. show every second Wednesday. Every second Wednesday, uh, usually between about twelve and one. Uh, it's a segment called Suburb Spotto, where I will give you five clues about a suburb of Brisbane, and you'll have a chance to call in or text into the ABC. Um, you'll have about twenty minutes to guess and write your answers in, and then I will announce the correct suburb on Suburb Spotto. If you're an Unpacking Brisbane listener, you have an extraordinary advantage because mm. the way I do this segment is by going through notes for our old episodes and drawing the most interesting facts. So it's um, often stuff we've talked about on the show. Um, we did a Kangaroo Point ad, uh, I think yesterday uh, yep. or Wednesday. And we talked about like, yeah, it's history of prostitution, whereas now it's a very safe gentrified suburb. Uh, and a lot of people were thrown by that and guessed Belimba. Wow. Yeah. We should... We've got yeah, a, a bit of a game show type segment. I'll have, to, I'll have to listen to the audio. It's annoying that my like work day clashes with being able to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. But um, particularly a rival station. Yeah. That, which, yeah. Is there a prize if people ring up and have the... Get, I get, can the ABC even legally do that? I'm not sure if they can. Know. They're just it's, like, here is some taxpayer money. Yeah. It's yeah, like, oh, it's, our budget's huge. But, um, <laughs> here is our here is some of the money we were going to put towards defending ourselves <laughs> yeah, against yeah. Christian Porter's defamation <laughs> action. Um, the prize is immense pride. Because I would say, not to toot my own horn, they're not easy ones to guess. I, it's such an exciting segment. So it's, please please do listen to that. And, on. and we'll play a little bit of it at the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, let's do the, should we do the first one? or the? Yeah, let's do the first one because I haven't said what that suburb is. And yeah. Play along at home and just yell out in your car. Yeah, great. It's like Hamish and Andy's special skills when you test yourself on the skill as well. It is. Like Often that. I find I'm like, I'm much better than the... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's a separate beef. But thanks for tuning in and joining us on this episode of Maruka. Yes. And if we see you at Magic Round, come say hello. Come say Expecto Patronum. Uh, come say uh, go the bloody Broncos. Expecto Patronum. Expecto Yeah, Patrel. yeah, good. Like, Patronum, they are. Patrel Mitchell. Yeah, Patrel Mitchell. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to Unpacking Brisbane. We'll see you next week. Uh, and next week will also be on Friday. For those who got tickets, the West Room Show for the Mangroves. All exciting stuff. Take See you out. there. Just put album on pause. This is your chance to prove how well you know Brisbane. This is Suburb Spotto. And basically, you have to be the first caller through if you think you can identify the suburb you're about to hear about based on the clues given to you by Joe Dwyer of the Unpacking Brisbane podcast. This is Suburb Spotto. The phone number you need to call is 1300 612. That's 1300 612 if you can figure out the suburb that Joe is talking about. First in, best dressed. Thank you very much, Joe. Take it away. Hello, I'm Joe DeWire from Unpacking Brisbane, and today we're going to talk about a suburb. Now, what's the name of the suburb? That's for you to guess and for me to give you a breadcrumb of clues leading towards the gingerbread house of intellectual stimulation. Now, I'm a suburb in a region of Brisbane. Delving back into the history of this rich suburb and a rich history it is, a number of buildings were built by Walter Taylor. A man who, despite being a great builder, has been described as very, very greedy because of his two first names. Walter Taylor. Leave some for the rest of us. 
this suburb has its very own railway station that bears the name of the suburb. Now, in the suburb itself, there's a little bit of disagreement about whether there's a right side of the tracks or a wrong side of the tracks. But for me here at Unpacking Brisbane, in this wonderful city on the river, everything is on the right side of the tracks. Now, another clue about this suburb view, it has an absurdly high concentration of brunch spots. It's as if the suburb, a hundred years ago, when it was set up, had a master plan to corner the Brisbane brunch market, forcing a shortage of avocado toast and ruining the housing market for generations. I don't know much about the GFC, but I assume it's got something to do with avocado toast. Your fourth clue, Brisbane, about this magical suburb, is it is named after the daughter of Samuel Grimes. Samuel Grimes' daughter, Grace Grimes. So, potentially, this suburb has something to do with Grimes or something to do with Grace. All right, so do you think you can identify the suburb based on the clues that you've just heard from Joe Dwyer of the Unpacking Brisbane podcast? Let's find out. Anne, uh, you think you can tell us the name of this suburb. What do you think it is? Graceful. Graceful. And why do you think it's Graceful. Because Grace Grimes. Oh, I see. Okay. You think it's Grace, Phil. Let's find out what uh, Danny thinks the suburb might be. G'day, Danny. What do you think? Hi. I think it might be Chelmer. Chelmer, not Graceville. Why Chelmer? Oh, the Walter Taylor Bridge, for one. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, And a high concentration of brunch spots? Oh, definitely. And some great Walter Taylor designed building. Okay, and uh, what about this clue? This suburb has its very own railway station that bears the name of the suburb. So that would be true of Chelmer, wouldn't it? Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay, alright. So, Anne reckons it's Graceville. Danny reckons it's Chelmer. Bob has a different theory. G'day, Bob. What do you think it is? Hi. Makes it three in a row. Indrapilly was what I was going to say, although I think I like the other ones now. <laughs> Oh, really? Well, there certainly are a lot of um, trendy brunch spots in Indrapilly. Indrapilly has a train station. I guess it's possibly this clue that leaves me a little puzzled as to why you think it might be Indrapilly. It's named after the daughter of Samuel Grimes. Samuel Grimes' daughter, Grace Grimes. (laughs) Bob. I jumped in before I heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. So let's find out the identity of our suburb for suburb spotto today. Ladies and gentlemen and amateur detectives of Brisbane who have managed to crack my clues, if you thought the Brisbane suburb I was discussing was Graceville, You'd be absolutely correct. Congratulations. We weren't trying to trick you with the Grace Grimes clue. That's literally half the name of the suburb. And how good it would be if you had half a suburb named after you instead of Paddington. I could go to Joington. My co-host Henry could go to Henryden instead of Barden. Uh, And, you know, maybe Joe Flower instead of Orkin Flower. Thank you very much, Joe Dwyer of the Unpacking Brisbane podcast and at Indra Pilly. Hello. 
Hello. So how you, are you? Good. So you you got it right. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, we'll uh, get your details and we'll send you a little something special in the post. Uh, but tell me, do you do you visit Graceville often? Is it one of your favourite suburbs yeah, in town? Yeah.